individuals that have just decided they 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 want to look at this comment that's really funny trader joe's is actually next door fake news this is someone who doesn't even know what fake news is all right well that's that's just like a landmark um uh whatchamacallit not a landmark but just like a bearing yeah fake name um but some of this business of that here's another thing be thankful it's not you folks there have always been poor people but there's a difference between someone who's poor who works hard and tries to do the best they can and pull their resources and people that just lay on the sidewalk and say now all of you are going to take care of me here's the part i i don't think is being explored enough by most of the local media is i would start with stop calling them homeless they're people they want free housing free housing we don't have free housing we have section 8 housing in the united states there are people that live in section 8 housing it's not that <clears throat> it's people see they don't qualify for section 8 housing do you understand that they don't qualify for section 8 housing but they just want free housing they are homeless by choice and when i've said that some people get so angry how can you say that no one chooses to be homeless if you make certain decisions you as a result of that you will end up homeless rents are simply unaffordable the process of getting into an apartment is not helpful we cannot accommodate any more people in the united states now that part i agree and don't confuse the two with the border the people that you see now now they're at the Cranston street armory now they're going to put them up in hotel rooms at motel six don't confuse them with the people coming over the border <coughs> hey listen no one has spoken out or been more about illegal immigration than the chosen one well i will say this uh, many of the illegals that come in they work these people are not i like some of these kids some of you say it's sad why don't you offer them a room um some of these people put ridiculous comments of well john why don't you take why why in god's name would i take that individual in like that's just such a stupid comment here's another comment that i saw earlier and that was someone that said they it wasn't me but again talking about these individuals um and they said what do you what do you what do you want to do here it is <clears throat> who put this stupid comment um sam cooper what do you want to do give them the death penalty i mean there's moronic and then there's moronic listen you you can say shoplifting is wrong shoplifting is a crime if you go into a store and you take a watch and you shoplift and steal a watch you shouldn't be persecuted what do you want to do give them the death penalty as if it's an either or either no penalty or the death penalty well what's your someone said well what's your big solution first of all you should not know you should not be allowed to lay out you're a grown adult you people are, are they're american citizens get a grip take some responsibility take some pride in the media you know, I want to play like they were questioning McKee. 
Well, what are you going to do with them now? How are you going to get them to Motel 6? Like, they're a bunch of infants. At no point does the media ever say to the people, this whole business, where now we're paying rent. We're paying the rent. Why should we pay the rent? Someone said, well, what should... I have said <clears throat> it should go hand in hand. The housing should come with a job. The housing should come, and I don't mean hand them a job. In order to qualify for it, you have to have a job. But see, these people don't want to follow any rules. That's the problem. They don't want to go into the shelter. You know why? Because in a shelter, you can't bring drugs, can't bring alcohol, can't bring a pet, can't bring weapons. They don't want to follow the rules. We have Section 8 housing in this country. A lot of people are oblivious to that. Terrible in this country. We, we do have that. But that's, that's not this. These are people, they don't, they don't want to follow any rules. No rules. Their mind, I want free phone. They're making demands. I want a free phone. I want free food. I want a free place to live. I want, I want, I want, I want. Pathetic. They're adults. Well, Governor McKee... We, is, is if he's now the father of 100 homeless people. This is moronic. People's, oh, come on. It's only 100 homeless people we're going to pay the rent for. What if it becomes 1,000? How do you feel now? What if it becomes 100,000? Look at California. Folks, I want to be really clear. Some of the people that put these comments, you're more than free to go down to some of these places and hand the panhandlers as much money as you want. It's your money. Give it away. But don't expect us to have to do it. Insanity. In this country, every person should be given a place to live. Yeah, they have that in Cuba. Once a month, the government comes along with a truck and they throw you your rations. You want to go live there? Go live there. That's not the way we operate. You're in the wrong country. If we can send that money to Ukraine, we, that has nothing to do with it. Ukraine is the right effort. I would, I would rather give $100 million, whatever, to fight Russia, to fight Russia, an aggressor that wants to bring down the West. And the same for China. I would rather put that money to good use than blow it on a bunch of gold brickers that think nothing of being laid out on the sidewalk. It's embarrassing. And so many people shift the blame. You're immediately a victim. There's, hey, if you don't want to work and you didn't pay attention in school and you don't want to be responsible, the new shield is just say you're homeless. Because with so many people, you, now you can't be attacked. That is such nonsense. That could be any one of us. Who was it? Some woman put. So, so many of us are living paycheck to paycheck. Listen, there, as I've said, there are people that are poor. There are people that have had to downsize. There are people that live with a roommate. There are people that have sold their home and they live in a smaller home they had or they live in an apartment. But please don't start. This myth gets me so angry. That could be in it. No, excuse me. There have always been poor people. There have always been people going through tough times. 
but that could be any one of us laying out on the sidewalk. That's where I break off. You're delusional. That's more. That's crazy. But see, that's the myth they want everyone to believe. As if it's like it's like a lightning bolt that comes down. They want it to act like it's it's the hand of God. At any moment, that could be you. And that is simply not the case. There are. Do, do I really have to go through history? Look at the Holocaust. Those people came to this country with nothing. They escaped Nazi Germany. They escaped with nothing. Were they then just laying out on the sidewalks? So stupid. These people. This false narrative they want. That is completely a farce. That could be... Now listen, I am not... I'm, I'm not denying. Yeah, there are people. There are people that have a drinking problem. There are people that develop... Do drugs. Do drugs. We saw someone last week, right? Jumped up on the top of a delivery truck. You know, there's two different individuals. One says, hey, want to get high? I scored some whatever. Meth. I have some crack. One person says, no, I, I don't think so. No, I, I don't want to. I, I'm afraid to. I have to go to work. I have a family. I have to, whatever. And the other person says, I'm in. You know, I remember growing up in Edgewood. There was an older guy. I didn't really know him that well, but knew of him. But at any time anyone said they had drugs, they were like, I'm in. Whatever it may be, right? I have no idea how they turned out. Um, but but it, it's, it's decisions. It's consequences. It is, you, you're not, uh, the, I'm going to play the sound of the media with Governor McKee. Like now it's, it's his responsibility to find these people a place to live. And then you have to find how are you going to feed them? How are you going to clothe them? They're able-bodied adults that don't qualify for Section 8 housing. So they say, well, everyone else can just take care of me. Like, what kind of system is that? That's not a system. Folks, you're given life. God gives us free will. Some of these people, it's, it's now in God's hands. Don't, don't pass the buck on to God. God didn't tell you to stay home from work that day. God didn't tell you to quit that job. God didn't give you a ride to the liquor store. You did that. You did that. And I get the whole mentality that sometimes it's easier for people to, to think it's an outside force, right, that's directing it as if we're all just puppets on a string, right? Just like I've told you, that person that, you know, Prince OD'd basically Prince the Musician on fentanyl. He decided to do that. Right with the patch and all the Tom Petty. I was a big Tom Petty fan. <clears throat> they decided to do that. They decided to experiment with that. Fatally, it cost them their lives. God's will. No, no, it, it, that, that, that's not God's will. God gave them incredible talent. God nurtured their drive to succeed as musicians, to have <laughs> unbelievable success. No, 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 don't. God's will. God was calling. No, God was not calling Prince. 
God was trying to put people in Prince's life to bring him to rehab. God gave him incredible wealth. Prince squandered that. Tom Petty wanted a tour. Tom Petty was not in good physical shape. Tom Petty went with a opioid patch. Tom Petty, as a result of that, unknowingly OD'd. God's will. No, no, don't say God's will. That was not God's will. It was his decision, maybe a medical decision, maybe a personal decision. But he decided to do it. This portion of the program. Folks, it's brought to you by Yatmed Urgent Care. Now listen, the next time you have an emergency, go to, when you, next time you need urgent care or someone you're with, someone at work or a family member, at Med, A-T-M-E-D, at Med Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and also right in the Atwood Medical Center and 5750 Post Road East Greenwich at Med Urgent Care. And they do it all. Cost-efficient healthcare alternative to hospital-based emergencies, urgent care facility, providing outpatient health care, individuals and families, at Med. You can find them online. Check out their website, at MedUrgentCare.net, at MedUrgentCare.net. The next time you or someone you work with, I've been to both locations when I needed treatment and I needed urgent care. I went to at Med Urgent Care. Doctors and nurses, they have it all. 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnson, 5750 Post Road East Greenwich, at Med Urgent Care. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and it's brought to you by, I want to highlight, and many of you that follow on Facebook know that I like to highlight um, a lot of small businesses and some of the different small businesses, and one of them that I like to highlight. I like to highlight local small businesses that are out there that I implore you to contact and work with, like 401 Cuts, small family-run business, lawn care service. You can call or text 40, the area code, 401 Cuts, 401-585-6954, They're on Facebook, 401 Cuts, I like this. Family-run business, they're hungry, Quality work won't break you the bank. Right now, hire them for spring cleanup, cuts, cleanouts, fertilizing, even odd jobs around the property, and they do fantastic work. 401 Cuts. They're a great local family business. Now, I want to play the audio of Governor McKee and just the narrative. I, I believe, it is my belief that a lot of the naysayers, a lot of the people that speak out on behalf of the homeless, I think it goes into different categories. There are individuals that develop a drug problem. Those are people through our resources. It needs to be identified they have a drug problem and they need to help with their treatment to treat their drug problem. It's not gonna help them if they are just out on the street and they have fallen into, you need safety nets. And I, I, I've worked with people like that. I've interviewed people like that. I knew this guy that he, he ended up 
He's a really impressive personal trainer, but there was a period of his life that he developed a terrible drug problem and even lost his teeth over it. He was living on the streets. Now, that is someone that needed help, needed intervention. I fully support that, believe in that. There are people that develop alcohol problems. You know, there are people that they fall into tragedy in their life and it just gets them off the beaten path. And they, they need help in that manner. But then, then there are people that have some kind of a mental disorder. There are. And then, for whatever reason, I'll tell you this, the drugs aren't helping the mental disorder. But, but what people don't recognize is you have then people who they're just saying, you know what, not that bad. Not that bad. It's not great, but especially now through November, not so bad. Time is my own. I don't have to work. I can, the, the day is my own. There's plenty of places I can get free food. There's plenty of places I can charge my phone. There's plenty of places I can then get a little bit of money for some booze or drugs. And I don't want to, I don't want to work. But I, I want a free place to live. And those are the people that, to me, we have to deal with. But they're not. You know, it's a problem. It's all lumped in. You know, many times years ago, think of when you were in grammar school, they would, you would have like the slow reading group. And everybody was lumped in to the slow reading group. And then over time, they realized that, hey, maybe this person has some form of a learning disability. Maybe this person has, you know, they're on the spectrum, some form of autism. Maybe, whatever it may be. Maybe they have a chemical imbalance. But years ago, they used to just lump everybody in with the slow reading group. Um, and we've come a long way from that. But right now, listen to this. This was on Friday. Governor McKee tells me he expects the remaining homeless at the armory will have shelter come Monday when it's slated the close. Here's the question. I asked the governor where they'll go. Listen, listen to this. Like, I, I can't believe this is the media asking that him. That weren't made public or that we are, we're unaware of that these individuals are going to? Well, I, I mentioned Woonsocket. Uh, you know, I mentioned Warwick. Um, there's also work that's being done uh, in other areas like uh, Boroughville right now and um, North Smithfield, my understanding is. And, uh, and there are other communities and churches that are stepping up as well. So I think in total we will be, uh, we should be able to um, have shelter for the individuals that want it. Are there additional options that weren't made public or that we are, we're unaware of that these individuals are going to? Well, I, I mentioned Woonsocket. Uh, you know, I mentioned Warwick. Think of that. Um, what are their options? Where are they supposed to go? Notice that question is not asked to the individuals. These are adults. These are Americans. These are English-speaking adults. Folks, think about this just for a moment. At 1233. And I, I swear, I'm not trying to preach, but I'm, I'm just appalled how I don't even hear this mapped out. Let's just say you were, there was a situation and, and you see this, you know, a family of five displaced from a fire. This is where they lived. Their home caught fire. They literally have nowhere to go. So then you have the Red Cross, you have various agencies that step up we can provide you. And then what are they doing in the meantime? They're trying to find an apartment. They're trying to, okay, we're going to go stay with family for a short period of time, whatever it may be. 
Let's just say you, you ended up in a city. You were supposed to stay with someone. It fell through. You can't find them. There's a disagreement, whatever. You literally have nowhere to spend the night. You're stuck. There's no hotel rooms available. You are stuck. Okay. Someone says, listen, there's a shelter over there. There's a shelter. You can crash the night. It's safe. You can use the facilities, get a good night's sleep, and then be on your way tomorrow. But notice, that is dire situation. You just need a place to crash, and then, you know, I'm going to go back tomorrow, or I'm going to find my friend, whatever. That's not what these people, that's not what this is. They're saying, well, wait a minute. I don't just need a room tonight. I want a room for the week, and I don't want to pay for it. And I have some booze and I don't want to have to be in at a certain time. With shelters, you have to leave at a certain time. You can't get back to another time. And I like to smoke and you can't smoke. And I like to bone up. I want to use a little weed at night. And I have a dog. I mean, they don't want that. They want, no, like you're not listening to me. I want my own room and I want to be able to smoke and I want to be able to drink and I have a friend coming over, and I carry a knife, and my friend, she's got a cat, and I have a dog. I mean, they're making demands, and they're not talking about one night. They want this indefinitely. That is what we were up against. There are people who have run into very difficult times, but what I think needs to be identified and the best place to look at it is what's going on on the West Coast. That's not temporary homeless. Those are people, it's getting larger. And as they call them in the Green New Deal, they choose not to work. I could work. I've decided not to work. You know, we talk about, there were people years ago, they used to say that they'd go see Dr. Summeroff sometime around Memorial Day. And Dr. Summeroff, they hurt themselves, which means they're on disability and they're going to collect all summer long, right? People that they take the summer off. But what the difference is, these are adults, and the summer turns into the fall, turns into the winter, turns into the spring, and then it's summer again. And the big question is, why should you have to pay for it? Why should I have to pay for it? Look at the way the barriers they set up. That there's, And you see these comments, like there's something wrong with you. If you question, why aren't they living a normal life? Why aren't they contributing to society? You know, America, so many people come here and they talk about the American dream and the beauty of capitalism and how people thrive and succeed and what it's all about. And then now you get people making excuse. And I think a big part of it comes down to it is the political parties. Because the Democrats want their vote. As Justin talks about, you know, the Democrats will take care of everything. Just vote for us. Vote for us, and we'll take care of it all. To ask Governor McKee, so what's your plan for those adults now? There's 55 English-speaking adults at the Cranston Street Armory. What is your plan now that they're closing the armory? Notice... The reporters are not asking those adults, well, you've had three months to develop a plan. Now, back in the fall, 40 people were put up at Motel 6. Notice 
None of them have moved on. Why? Because there's no urgency. You're giving them exactly what they want, which is free housing. It's all about free housing, folks. Don't believe any of the other nonsense. It's not about, you know, they can't go to a job interview because they're not dressed well. It's not about that. It's not even about, well, you know, a lot of them are mentally ill. It's not about that. It's more and more the larger group. Now, granted, in the, in the nicer weather places, climate, areas of different climate, it's much worse because they don't have to worry about wintertime. I saw a statistic this morning, 30% of the, quote, homeless, unsheltered in this country live on the West Coast. Gee, why is that? San Francisco, L.A., it's terrible. But it, it should not be tolerated. Wrong. You're not pitching a tent and setting up in a public park. Wrong. It's not happening. That's not your property. It's public property. Wrong. Get up. You're not lying down in someone's doorway. That's not your property. Go. No. Wrong. What's plan B? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. You know, this time of year, Father's Day is going to be coming. I'll tell you what would be a great gift for Father's Day. A great gift for Father's Day would be why not get your dad or your grandfather, or the father in your life, or your spouse, get them, hey, get the driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. It'll improve the look on your home, on your business. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, free estimate, any project. Call J. Perry Paving today, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Rhode Island, Massachusetts, maybe it's residential asphalt driveway. Hey, benefits of asphalt. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. Snow melts right off that blacktop. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just maybe just needs to be refreshed. J. Perry Paving. Call today, free quote, 401-732-1730. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Folks, at 1240, <clears throat> so a lot of people starting putting comments under the um, guy sleeping in the doorway. And I can't believe the people that get so angry. Why is this a thing? Why are you posting that photo? Notice the, notice the question is not, why is that person lying on a sidewalk in the doorway? That's where the question should be. What, what, don't show that. They, no, no, show the, show the Newport Mansions. Clam Cakes and Chowder, Newport Bridge, uh, Narragansett. Show those beaches. Don't show reality, right? I like to deal in reality. And especially the Facebook page is reality. That's what it is. This is 2023, what we're living in. Don't show that. Don't show those people. So what? What do you mean, so what? It shouldn't be happening. They try to shift the blame. Don't, don't, don't acknowledge it. And actually, the, the, when I've interviewed various homeless people, the thing that annoys them the most is when they're ignored, when people act like they're invisible. So we deal in reality. There are other people. They have the moral high ground. Don't show them. What's the purpose of this photo? Why, you should go help them. Yeah, I should go help. I didn't even take the photo. Well, what's your solution? My solution is banning. You can't lay on a sidewalk. That's number one. There have been good studies done. I've, I've mentioned in the past the book San Francisco. They talk about 
the um, Occupy Wall Street, all those college kids that protested that summer, and they had very expensive tents, $1,500, $2,000 tents, and then at the end of the summer, they gave them to all of the homeless individuals. And then, you know, because years ago, think about it, even when I lived in New York in the 90s, it was still like the cardboard boxes. So the tents are different. These are not just those at the state house. <clears throat> it wasn't cardboard boxes. They were full tents. Some of the tents were, you know, you could house six people. You could stand up in them for crying out loud. It's not just like a, like a pup tent. Like you'd crawl into a tent to sleep. But they are tents that it's like a full, small tent is what it is. Um, there has to be, what is the solution here? Notice, and Governor McKee won't stand up to them. For years, the forever, the churches have helped people. <clears throat> They're the ones. It should be. And, you know, when Justin Katz mentioned that, folks, it should be if it were private organizations that want to donate and fund and do all these things, 100%, go right at it. But there's so many other different options. And some of these individuals, I want to remind people, you are free. You know what's great in this country? You're free. You could drive wherever you are right now, Pawtucket, Providence, find them by the mall, any panhandler. Do you realize right now today, on this Monday, May 15th, you could drive, find a panhandler, and hand them, here's $500, here's $1,000. Good, here's, here's $2,000. You are absolutely free to give them your money, but don't expect us to give them money. That's absurd wrong <clears throat> folks this portion of the john DePietro show and i want to mention some of the myths that are out there it's brought to you by falcon pest services call them today 401-739-1322 now if you have ants or roaches bed bugs mice rats mosquitoes many other types of pests falcon pest services call them today 401-739-1322 1322 residential or commercial whether it's your home or an apartment or a condo or a restaurant or whatever call falcon pest services today call john and kelly they also have a unique opportunity for the right person falcon pest services look for them on facebook their website online falconpestservice.com or call for a free quote get rid of them 401-739-1322 for Falcon Pest Services. All these people were posting uh, about homeless veterans. And I, I wondered, like, where is this coming from? And then I realized when I watched the Fox News package where they talked about homeless veterans that were in a shelter were going to be evicted for the illegals coming in. Okay, so that's where these people get it from. I have to always realize, people then just parrot what they hear. In Rhode Island, there are no homeless veterans. I want to repeat that. You have uh, very organized efforts. You have various veteran organizations. I can't speak for Massachusetts. In Rhode Island, there are no homeless veterans. All those people you see out there, they're, they're not vet. They may be unsheltered. They may not have a house, but they're not veterans. They're not. Rhode Island... There's certain uh, programs that have stepped up. There are certain organizations that have stepped up. They have special housing for veterans. There's special programs for housing for veterans. So 
They're, they're not. Now, in New York, that is true. They were going to move. And think how absurd that is, right? The Biden administration now, they've given up on trying to solve the border. Now they're going to do a PR battle. Now they want to try to convince everyone that the situation at the border is not that bad. Now they want to convince everyone that somehow through manipulation of the numbers that, that it's down, that you don't have. So if you see the footage of thousands of people, it's, it's actually, you're not, it's not that bad. <laughs> Even though I did see this morning on Fox and Friends that some of the people they let in, there was a woman. Now think of this. This is May of 23. And she has to appear in court in Newark, New Jersey, I think in May of 26. That's three years from now. Who knows where that woman will be in the United States three years from now? She's certainly not going to be in a courtroom in Newark, New Jersey. I'll tell you that much. But, but I get that's where it's coming from. I forget that there are people. There are people out there. They don't follow local news. They just parrot what they see on either Fox or Newsmax. And I forget that sometimes because I wonder, like, where is this coming from? You know, there were a group of people that were trying to do this election review, right, in Rhode Island. And they would contact me. And I just felt they really didn't know what they were doing. It was just like a group. It was like a club that formed. And at one point, they were showing the film 2,000 Mules. So because they watch that, because they watch Fox or they watch Newsmax or they watch these things online. So they were all into the 2,000 Mules. And this was the crowd that was telling me, we ought to have cameras at the drop boxes in Rhode Island. And I would explain, well, the states that you saw that in the film, you're not supposed to drop off more than 10 ballots. But in Rhode Island, it's unlimited. It's worse than what you're watching. I still think we should have cameras just to see who's dropping things off, even though that makes no sense at all. It's unlimited. I said, you could have a video of someone dropping off 1,000 ballots. It doesn't matter. So anyhow, that crowd kind of has come and gone, right? The, the 2,000 mules crowd. But what is ironic is you actually have a voting situation right now. And Justin Katz and I seem to be the only ones talking about it. They actually showed that there are at least five people that voted both by mail or by, by mail ballot, even though it's really not a mail ballot because they use the drop box, and then in person. And then in person. It actually, they the, the Rhode Island officials admitted that there's no way to really tell if someone voted twice. In other words, there is a way to manipulate the system. Who's been silent since that news broke? The group that was looking into the voting situation, right? The whole 2,000 mules crowd. And, and, and I, quite frankly, I, I don't understand the Rhode Island Republican Party. Like, th this is the issue. The, the Providence Journal did, did the hard work for you. They're not even asking. I, I am. I'll even take credit for that. I'm the only one asking. If they could do it for the general, why couldn't they have done it for the primary? You know what the answer is? They could have done it for the primary. There's a group of people. I used to call I called them the, the ice cream group. They used to meet at this guy, George, who passed away. But his ice cream place in Cranston, 
They meet every Tuesday night. And they were going to go through. And they were going to prove the election, blah, blah, blah. The actual proof has emerged. And these people are nowhere. I, I don't know what to, like, what, what are you waiting for? This would be like a UFO group that they're meeting every week for, you know, every week for years. And then when actually a Martian lands on the planet, they're nowhere to be found. They, they, they actually admitted there are ways to manipulate the vote in Rhode Island. And without question, people voted twice. Rhode Island Republican Party is nowhere. You don't even have to look for a press release. They haven't had thrown, had one. Now, I admit, and even the local media, I want to give credit to Patrick Anderson of the Providence Journal. To date, he's the only one that's done a story on it. Like, what are we talking about? I don't, <clears throat> I don't get it. I really don't get it. I mean, I really don't get it. It's all about that. It's all about that. It's everything we have been saying. It's everything I have been saying. Alan Fung won that congressional race. Now, for whatever reason, he's chosen not to speak out about it. And I was telling you, back in September, there were people voting twice. And guess what? I was right. There were people voting twice. In November, there were people voting twice. And guess what? There were people voting twice. The Board of Elections and the Secretary of State's office admit they were voting twice. I, I, I am at a loss. Why did Governor McKee win the primary? Because it was people you were able to manipulate the system. There was no way to prevent people from voting twice. Um, Aaron Gukian, one day of voting against Sabina Matos. It is entirely possible that people voted for her in person, but also voted by mail. And there was no system in check to determine whether or not they did, in fact, vote twice. But no one is saying anything. Now, maybe it's because it's May. Maybe it was back in November. I'm at a loss. I don't, to me, if you don't have actual elections, what's the point of anything else? And by the way, this, this extends to, I mean, to me, um, the head of the Rhode Island Republican Party, who I know, Joe Powers, uh, Chippendale, who's the House Minority Leader, uh, Jessica De La Cruz, all of them should gather, hold a press conference, and say, we're demanding an investigation. Ken Block has highlighted this. I, I, the only thing I can think of is so many of the individuals that I've mentioned I think they think they're immune because they don't run statewide races. They think it's only happening statewide. So they're not so concerned. So if someone runs and holds office from a certain district, Boroughville, what have you, then they feel it can't be, it can't be done there. So they're not so concerned about it. But the problem is the losing streak continues. The last Republican to win statewide was Governor Don Kachiri Beerly was reelected in 2006 against Charlie Fogarty. That's quite a losing streak. You would think you'd want to make noise on anything that could tilt things in the other direction. But they remain silent. I want to remind people of that. The last time a Republican won 
statewide was 2006. And think, what happened 2010, 2012? Voter ID at the polls started. So what did the Democrat Party, what did the progressives do? What did the people that manipulate the elections do? Boom, explosion of mail ballots. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, it's brought by Limitless Outdoors. Now, with this type of weather, if you want to expand your home, you can do that. Or how about, what about if we just improve your outdoor space? Why don't we utilize that? Limitless Outdoors. Their slogan is Dream, Build, Enjoy. Call them 401-580-1852. 401-580-1852. Limitless Outdoors. They'll design your outdoor space. Maybe it's a beautiful new patio or a walkway or steps. Outdoor kitchen. Think of that from now through October. It's like you have a room that you get to utilize in the nice months. Landscape lighting, retaining walls. How many times have you been inside and it's a nice day and someone says, let's just go outside. God, it's beautiful out. Why are we sitting inside? Well, call Limitless Outdoors. You could have an outdoor fireplace. You could have an outdoor fire pit. You could have a nice pizza oven. Dream, build, enjoy. You would be outside if you had a nice patio to enjoy it. Call them today, 401-580-1852. They're located right in Smithfield. Chris and his crew do a great job. Limitless Outdoors, 401-580-1852. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to, at 1255, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. What's going on in New York is insanity. This is crazy. Um, With the fact that all these illegals are being bussed up there. And they're going to now put them up in hotels. And they're paying for them. And the city of New York is paying for them. Now, on a lower scale, Governor McKee is doing that. But I think the reason they get away with it is people aren't looking at the principle of it. Right? Because it always starts that way. It's only 40 people. It's only 55 people. It's only 100 people. You know, I had someone many years ago when there was going to be a certain cost uh, that would be for taxpayers and someone saying to me, oh, come on, it would be like two pizzas a person, right? 30 bucks per taxpayer. It's two pizzas. That's, it's not the point. It's why should people, why should New York, why should people, why should they have to pay to house elite? It, it, of course, it doesn't make sense. And the same thing with these people that suddenly they throw up their hands and they start to just basically say, like I said, it's like Governor McKee has adopted 100 adults. And then word starts to spread, right? He's now, because think of it, think when you're a parent, what are your obligations as a parent? You have to provide housing for the child. You have to provide food for the child, shelter, right? proper medical care. Those are all the things. If you ever want to adopt someone, they look into your background. They want to make sure that you can house the child, that you could feed the child, that you could clothe the child. Governor McKee is basically now adopting 100 able-bodied adults who could be doing something. They could. If someone 
right? If there was, if, if someone really stepped in, they could absolutely hold a job. They may not like the job, but they could hold a job and go to work and get paid. And then maybe assistance to help them find, you know, whatever it is, roommate finder or whatever. But this is not solving anything. So now the people from the armory get shuffled down to Motel 6. Get them off the street. That's really what it's becoming, is just get them off the street. And we don't want to look at them and put them over there. And who cares about the people in Warwick? It's now, it's now their problem. But I don't want them on the steps of the State House. And we don't want them at the Cranston Street Armory. And it's the ultimate, <clears throat> excuse me, it's like the ultimate kick the can. They're not solving the problem. They're not even really looking at the problem. What they're doing is, and where this is going to get more difficult, is all, keep in mind now, the COVID money, the spigot has been shut off. Governor McKee is not going to have all that COVID money coming anymore. So suddenly now it starts to be about choices and then you have to decide. And as I've said in the past, folks, and again, good afternoon at 1259, you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I am telling you, you should have, they should have it set up that if you're an individual and 10% of your income goes towards quote, whatever you want to call them, those who choose not to work, the homeless, the unsheltered, I'm, I'm fine with that. It's your money, but don't make everybody else have to pay for it. All right, on this Monday, I will be doing Facebook Live later. Tomorrow night is the vigil for Charlotte Lester. Here's what we're going to do. We have another full hour to go of the program, the radio show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news, get you up to speed on all the news of the day. We have another full hour to go on the John DePietro Show, back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.